it's a horror game, guys. Like, I got scared. The fucking hellhole bit me in the ass. I was like, what the fuck? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dale Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I realized this week that I'm a terrible person. Uh, <laughs> so I went to McDonald's, right, and uh, which I don't do. But I was thirsty, and I was getting an iced tea, right? So um, it's a dollar for a large iced tea. How are you going to pass that up? So anyway, I get in line, and the, they tell me that the person in front of me paid for me, right? So they're paying it forward or whatever, right? So I'm like, oh, you know, I'm obligated uh, through karma to pay for the person behind me. But my cheap self thinks to myself, I only got an iced tea out of this one dollar iced tea. There's a minivan behind me. I'm gonna get a forty-seven dollar bill of fifteen fucking. Right. Hold on, dude. Forty-seven dollars at McDonald's. Yeah, if you have, yeah. Yeah. even with a minivan, bro, your bill's gonna be a like minivan. eleven dollars. Well, I haven't been to McDonald's in like a decade and a half, so I don't know. But I thought that food was pretty cheap. Forty-seven dollars, I would think, would go a long way at McDonald's. Yeah, a mini that would be a mother, a father, and two kids would be forty-seven dollars. Okay. Well, you yeah. can spend fifty bucks. A family could spend 50 bucks to get a meal at McDonald's. Okay, man. Maybe there's a little hyperbole in my story. <laughs> but anyway, that, wh- well, no, there's no hyperbole because $47 is what jumped into my head. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to pay for 40 I only got a dollar yeah, out of this. that makes sense. It does make sense, but I'm still a fucking asshole. And I was beating myself up all the way home. I couldn't. So now I got to go back to McDonald's, even though I don't want it, and just pay for the person behind me. <laughs> So I could get this mm-hmm. goddamn gor- gorilla of guilt off my back. I think you made the right call. In fact, you should have told the lady to tell the people behind you that they were getting <laughs> nothing. Like, they're getting their order taken away because McDonald's is such horrible food for them. Uh, yeah. We all saw Super you know, Let me actually help them. Tell them to fuck off. Don't get any McDonald's. <laughs> uh, cri- no, dude. They're crispy chicken sandwich. Uh, they basically they have a sandwich that they modeled exactly right after Chick Fil A. Like it's a, it's just a, a one it's a one for one copy. It comes in the same bag, same sauce, everything. It's amazing. It's incredible. I had to like tell myself not to get it. Hmm. Anyway, uh, let's talk about some video games. Yep, video yep. games. Not a whole lot this week. No. We're kind of in the the calm before the storm, before uh, Christmas comes up and Call of Duty, the new Call of Duty comes out, and all the big games. We've got uh, Back for Blood right around the corner, the New Age of Empires. But right now, it's not a whole lot. So, what do you guys have on the radar? Um, very quickly found this game called Anvil, um, all caps because you know they're serious, Bobby. Um, the thing that it reminded me the most, I don't know how many people are going to uh, remember this or get this, but Hell Divers. So it's kind of like a uh, twin stick shooter, multiplayer, roguelike. Um, very action centric, um, far future. You know, you're playing as some sort of like Iron Man character running around, dodging explosions. I was seeing the boss fights are very like, you know, position oriented you gotta not stand here go over there activate the button that kind of stuff uh but you know there's not a lot there's not enough action roguelike co-op i think the i think the roguelike i mean the yeah the roguelike aspect of a game kind of fucks up the multiplayer because it's like who's gonna unlock the stuff what's there's a lot of questions you gotta fill uh, so that's why there's not a lot of a lot of them, because a lot of times roguelike is it's just a single w- a player in, endeavor. You know, you try over and over and over. You get frustrated, but you're slowly unlocking things to mm. do it. To do it in co-op, it just doesn't happen as much, but it, it should happen more. And hopefully yeah. this is a good one. It looks good. Um, it looks fun. But just like mindless fun. Go in, kill a bunch of aliens as a big giant robot who doesn't want to do that. And the controls are you know, 26 shooter, which is super fun. So I don't know. I hope it's good. I, I looked up the dev. They've made nothing else. This is their first game. So good luck, fellas. Um, yeah. Looks good. Hmm. All right. We got a cool. price tag on this game yet? Looks fun. No. No price uh, tag. Release date is late 2021. So right around okay. the corner. 
So uh, for me, um, I kind of have like a weird situation. It's called Unmetal. Um, it's, I believe this game's first, uh, like, game that is more than $12. It's it's part of the Un-series. Um, their last game was called Un-Epic. Um, and this is Unmetal, and they're kind of like satirical games, and they're like spoofs of other popular games. This one is a spoof of Metal Gear Solid, like the original for like uh, Super Nintendo and stuff. And like, just the description is like, Unmetal is a 2D stealth action adventure that plays homage to the classic with a healthy dose of humor and satire. You play as Jesse Fox, who is definitely not an elite commando under arrest for a crime he didn't commit. And must escape a covert military base using his wits and fists. And it's just like the way the game looks, the way like the camera angle is, it's all Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah. And it's and, like the way the art is and all, how everything looks, it, it looks it looks hilarious. Um, there is a free demo out right now. It's supposed to come out uh, literally in two days. They don't have an official uh, price, but everyone's saying it's supposed to be $15 from what I've seen on Reddit. <clears throat> Uh, the other game that they have is twelve ninety nine, but this one's supposed to be a little bit bigger because um, it's supposed to be a little bit. It's supposed to be as long as the other two Metal Gear Solids. I know um, they're going satirical. Oh, I was right when I was saying I know they're going for satirical, but I don't see a lot of like comedy. And then I saw him dressed as a big piece of cheese, uh, trying to get uh, rats to follow him. So I, it's in there. Yeah, what, yeah, definitely. What a good idea, dude. Because like you know. You could spoof movies. Why wouldn't you spoof a video game? Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, I think this looks amazing. I unfortunately these these don't really do it for me. Like satire games don't really do it for me unless it's like oh yeah on that growing Southport. list of satire games that you've played, dude. You son <laughs> of a bitch! You never played one. You're being prejudiced. <laughs> well, this could be a good game in its own right. Yeah, it, for sure. It looks like. From the video that we're watching, it looks like the best Nintendo game ever made. Like, yeah, this it came does. Out. <laughs> Dude, it looks super solid. Yeah, uh, it kind of Metal Gear Solid. A little bit of uh, that first Ninja Turtles game, or was it the second one? The one that had like the two D um, scrolling uh, beat 'em up, and then also it had like that three dimensional area. Anyway, I don't know. It looks pretty good. And fifteen bucks is a decent. It does not look bad at all. Yeah. Yeah, not at all. But yeah, no, that's that's my uh, on the radar for did, this week. Did you play the demo? No, I did not. Like I literally saw it yesterday, so gotcha. nothing, nothing, nothing too crazy. I've been playing a lot of Hunt Showdown, which is our game of the week. Yeah, all right. And we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, I'm reading the chat here, and we got some people asking some questions. So before we move on to the games that we played, let's just do a little speed round here. Is anybody going to be playing Dying Light Two, Halo Infinite, Back for Blood, or Tiny Tina's Wonderland? Uh, Back for Bud is a shoe-in. Everybody's yeah, going to buy that a, and play it. Yes. That's a yes. Right? Yeah, definitely. All the way around. Um, I think Amelia, you should, aren't you? Shouldn't you be playing Tarantino's Wonderland? Isn't that a? Isn't that a? Uh, b- 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 what's it called? A uh, Borderlands thing? It's a spin. It's a spinoff of Borderlands. Um, I thought you know that you, we're going to. Was the most popular DLC for any Borderlands game? So yeah. now it's getting its own standalone game. But not just that; it's supposed to be like a, its own. It has its own mechanics as well. Mm. It's not strictly a Borderlands game. Well, they need to switch it up anyway. I think we're yeah, a absolutely. Tired of that. Yeah, and when I saw so, the gameplay, I finally saw some gameplay. I'm like, oh, it looks exactly like Borderlands. Um, I mean, I thought Tina's Wonderland was the best DLC they ever made. So this might be, but guys, I've played hundreds of hours of Borderlands, and I, I just got um, number three. I was, you know, I got to a point where I was like. I, I can't do it anymore. So um, I need to see reviews and I need to see like over 90% for me to, to get into this. We uh, do have a question from um, diluted reality. Uh, yes. What's on the radar. That's our uh, weekly slash sometimes depending if it's a story game, we do double weekly. So we take two weeks to review a game. Um, essentially, sometimes we all play different games and it, uh, we kind of have different, like opinions on them, but uh, on the radar. I mean, sorry. Yeah, Whoa, yeah. What had that way oh, off? Yeah. On the radar is we uh, we find games that are not out yet, 
or that are out that none of us have played and we talk about them and they're like, Hey, they're on our radar to, to possibly play and explore. And, and uh, we explain what we think might be cool about them or features from them that, that seem pretty interesting. And a lot of those come from the, our discord. So in our discord, we have a, a room called on the radar. People post things that they find interesting. We peruse those and uh, usually don't use them. But once in a while, I find something I really like. And that's how we find a lot of our stuff. It's a, You give, we give, we're helping each other. It's like a giant gaming circle jerk. Yeah. As far yeah. as the list that uh, Reaper asked, I will be playing Back for Blood for sure. Halo Infinite because it's going to be on PC. Yeah. Dying Light 2. Yeah. I won't be playing Tiny Tino's Wonderland. Dying Light is, is bought. But I don't think it's day one bot. Not because I don't think it's going to be great, but it's like there's just so much to play right now. There's just that, I and they have good uh, sales. You know, they put their thing on sale eventually. So, hmm. yeah. But maybe if everybody else does it on Steam right now, <laughs> if all my other friends are jumping off a bridge, I'm going to jump off a bridge for sure. Yeah, I'm actually going to be returning Back for Blood because I totally forgot it's going to be on Game Pass. So what the fuck is the point of owning it on, yeah, uh, uh, on Steam? Bobby, I'm a little confused. Do you have Game Pass or not? Uh, yeah, probably. Well, I got to check and see because I just got it for the month. Right. So I don't know when that times which, out. Which cost you what? I can't remember. I, it was the first time actually paying for it and not using a free code. So I think I got the entry fee. Oh, they're still doing. the $1 for three months? I don't know if they're still doing that. I think it might have been more. But it, it still it was like a couple bucks or something. Yeah. It was really low. Incredible. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about some games that we have been playing. I continue to play a lot more Slay the Spire. And I'm not going to talk too much more on that, except I've kind of gotten to the point with that game where... I'm achievement hunting, and I know that I, I really got into a game too much when I start trying to chase the achievements. Damn. I think I'm at like uh, 30 or about 30 out of the 46 achievements. I think that's about right. Damn, dude. Yeah, but it's it's a weird thing when you start doing that because then you start playing the game in, in weird ways that are not but very that's... organic. A 100% the reason that they're there. Like, you've already mm-hmm. run out of the organic stuff. Well, maybe yeah. not you. It seems like you're on a fast-forward track. But, um, yeah, you know, you're playing in ways that they want you to... If I was making a uh, game and I had a bunch of achievements, I would try to take care uh, players in directions they wouldn't naturally go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like a three-card deck? That sounds incredible, you know? Yeah, yeah, I actually just got that one. But oh, shit. How... how How's the deck work? What were the three cards? Well, that achievement, you only have to get down to three cards. But then there's one for beating the game with only five cards. And that one's very difficult if you don't have one card in there that resets your deck and shuffles them back in so you can keep drawing. Because a lot of the time, you do the most damage when you just get endless cards. You you get some combination of cards that allow you to just keep drawing and drawing and drawing. Um but yeah, the, the defect is definitely my favorite character there. He's the only one that I beat the end game with. After you beat the game the first time, they, re-int- they introduce a new boss. So you have to play the game again. And while you're playing the game, instead of picking up relics, you have to choose these, or you have to pick up these three things along the way. That Which make means the key. you're not picking up relics. Yeah, so it makes it a little harder. Plus, the the very the real boss, the real end boss is extremely difficult. So I've only beat that once. And I've gone into it several times and thinking this is a lock and then still died. What's so. he called? The the problem? The what? Uh, I the can't character? remember. It's a big beating no, sorry. part. The character. Oh, the the defect? Yeah. What's his thing? Mutation or? Uh, no, he channels different kinds of orbs. So he's got like these slots that come up and you can channel different uh, things that either do damage or give you shields or whatever. Yeah. It, I played him once and I was like, I don't know what's going on. He's a lot more interesting because he's got more of a complex uh, play style. Uh, yeah. The entry-level guy, the Ironclad, is super straightforward yeah, and yeah, simple. Yeah, block, attack. Yeah, and yeah. then the next one's kind of like a rogue style, lots of little attacks or poison. Um, you know, that's still very straightforward. But the last two I've had a lot of fun with. But yeah, it's still a great game. Um, probably going to be my last week on it, though. I, I think I'm kind of hitting, hitting the it's end. time for Monster Train, <laughs> dude. But yeah. Have you been playing? Have you still been playing any uh, 
any Stardew Valley at all? Like, have you been, you know, no. any, uh, any, any wine, you know? No, C- completely saturated that game. Just pretty much done everything I could in that. I mean, sure, there's some uh, few a little things, sad. but yeah. Am I too drunk to know that we went into highlights without, did we not announce it? Announce no, highlights. Announce what? We're in highlights, right? Oh, yeah, we did. It's just such a smooth transition. It was incredible. <laughs> and it, it makes it even smoother when I point at it and I and I say, no, it mm-hmm. didn't happen. <laughs> Genius. Uh, so what have you guys been playing? Absolutely uh, nothing. My entire weekend was absorbed by work. I worked today, and then Friday I got called in because we had a storm. We, we get – it rains what? Rains, Bobby, 10 days a, week, a year here? Yeah, we don't get much rain. We don't get much rain. And we had a storm, like lightning and all. And uh, I had to call JP Diddy because we have the same truck. And I was joking. No, I wasn't joking with him. I was telling him I don't know how to use the windshield wipers because I couldn't <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, like it doesn't That's rain what happens here. when you live in San Diego, dude. There's some people who drive cars that just don't have roofs out here. Yeah. 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 What? You can do that. What obscene shit are you talking about? When I had it it rains in the summer at least twice a week, dude. Here. When I had a convertible, um I would only I would just leave my top down all the time. I just never put it up because it was all fucked up. But in general, like you just park it with no like why would you it's like a little go kart. Anyway, um yeah. So that happened. So Friday I had to work. Today I had to work. Saturday was a UFC, a fantastic UFC, 266. Check it out. Um, so I didn't get to play any goddamn video games. So I'm going to listen to you guys because you're my video game friends. All right, Nick, what's um, play? The only thing that I played besides Hunt Showdown was uh, Ark. And surprisingly enough, so I get, a, I get a new SSD, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to install it on my computer. And uh, that was easy enough. Um, we got about, about a one terabyte. I was like, yeah, I'm going to download Ark and play the new map that I've never played. And, um, yeah, so I downloading Ark, I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be 64 gigs, you know, like it normally is, whatever. 338 gigs. Holy hell. For the base game? For the game and all of its, and all of its DLCs, which you cannot turn off from auto-downloading. You have to download them all and then, like, turn them all. Like, how do I say this? Like, you have to turn them off from the downloads. Oh. Does actively. that make sense? Yeah, actively, right? Yeah, actively. And, yeah. I, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, where, where did a third of my goddamn new, new <laughs> fucking, my new, my new hard drive go? Shit. And so I was like, whatever. So I play the new map, and I feel like a boomer because I don't know what the fuck's going on. There's so many goddamn new dinosaurs and shit. And uh, I died, like, so many times on the public servers. There's so many fucking kids doing shit. And the, ga- the game's changed so much. Like, uh, it's it's gone from taming dinosaurs to, like, mythological creatures and a bunch of other shit. Dude, like, this trailer makes me look like it's Halo... No, it's Halo in, in like Avatar Land. That's what it looks like. Yeah, like there, there is a, like you can play the game the way that people used to play it, where you're like, I build shit on the beach, and I have my house, and I have my dodos, and I have my raptors, and I have my T Rex, and you have a good time, and you have your barbecue, and you just live your life. But then you're again, you're like, I'm taming dragons, and I got my laser dinosaur, and I got my laser, my lava, my lava eater dinosaur, and I have my starship, and I, I fight Satan himself, and he shits out candy, and you're just doing all this crazy shit. And is it really starships? Um, there's like floating, like flotillas that are like hover ships and shit. There's like uh, space whales. There's all kinds of stuff. What did they- it, the game? The game got insane. Like it, it's all futuristic now. Uh, what uh, what ended up being the story? It's a pri- Are you a prisoner? So from my Jesus Christ, the audio. Um, from my understanding of the story, because I don't know it too well, but I do know the majority of it. Um, you are the subject of an AI, and the AI is trying to figure out the peak evolution chain for mankind 
And the reason why you can die and respawn and die and respawn is because you are just part of the evolution cycle of that planet. And the reason why like there's other people and there's reason why there's like mythological creatures and there's reason why there's like fake mythological creatures. The AI is constantly creating these things. Mm. And, and so like, I think arc two, cause they've already announced arc two. I think arc two is just supposed to completely wipe all of that out. Like it's no longer supposed to do anything with futuristic shit. Like it's supposed to go completely back to its roots where it's a survival game. Cause now it like arc is, is insane now. Like when it comes to like PVP and like anything like that, like if you ever want to see one of the most hard to understand things ever, look up uh clan PVP and arc. It is one of the weirdest fucking things to ever understand. I would I would look it up when me and my friends would play and like you you're looking at like like 80 dudes versus 80 dudes and you would just see 100 to 200 of the same dinosaur just sprinting towards the other side and then all of them just die like instantaneously and the the dinosaur and like all of those dinosaurs that just died would require hundreds if not thousands of hours just to train and breed and and to take care of all to die in an instant only because their sole purpose is to take a hit of damage so you don't take one and then as well as like everybody has like these phenotypes and genotypes for like all their fucking dinosaurs and drakes and all this other shit, it gets to the point where, like, unless you're part of, like, a Chinese clan <laughs> or, like, a European clan or, like, a North American clan where it's hundreds of people, it's obscene. You're using these colossuses that are, like, 300 feet tall, and it's a it's a game of rock, paper, scissors that involves, th- like, hundreds of people. Not only that, you can teleport between maps. So the combat will be occurring on one map and like a clan will lose a map and then they'll start moving their assets to another map. And then because they own a teleporter on one map, they'll begin to teleport uh, because one team has, you know, taken over the teleporter on one map. They'll begin to teleport into the other team's base on another. It becomes absolutely batshit insane. It is. It's just, it is the most, it is like, one of the hardest things to understand. It, it, it's so crazy. Is this game uh, good? Yeah, it's great. Well, cricket, cricket has like three, no, five thousand hours in this game. Yeah, no, he, he's one of those people that like gets this deep. It, to see him play the game and to see my friends play the game was like seeing like Patrick Willis, Hall of Fame, middle linebacker of the Forty ers play against nine year old. Peewee football players. Like it was <laughs> no fucking joke. Like he dislocated all of their collarbones and then <laughs> killed their families. Like it was no jokes. Like my friends were like, Oh guys, I tamed a Griffin. And like cricket was like, I have 38 dragons. And we're just like, what? <laughs> what did you say? He was like, I'm ready to destroy all your bases. Nick, no. we got a rule on the podcast: no sports metaphors. Nobody yeah. gets them. Yeah. <laughs> Besides Bobby. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's 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 bonkers. Um, the game the game is actually fun if you play on a private server, which we always do. We never play on public servers because it's chaos. Um, Thirty eight dragon sounds like a lot for a McDonald's order. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna wrap up that order. <laughs> you don't want to pay forward for them. <laughs> it's called the callback, guys. All right, yeah. I need you to shut yeah. up, Nick. We're going to move on to Astroneer. Astroneer. So just, I, last week I had mentioned that I was interested in playing this game. Um, played it in early beta, and the game has changed a lot. Totally different. The U, It's a whole different game now. So mm-hmm. it has reached its 1.0 release, probably more uh, at this point. And it's got new features like multiplayer, but the core gameplay is pretty much the same. It's an it's a survival game, an exploration game. Uh, it's got this really 
beautiful uh, animation style to it. Uh, it's it's a pretty game, but here's what's weird about it. So it's an exploration game, but you have to worry about oxygen. So you have to constantly build these things called tethers that allow you to breathe as you go explore. So you're constantly having to craft these things and then stick them like you have to daisy chain them along certain routes. You can see the blue tube that's coming out of the little astronaut yeah. guy there. That's like his oxygen line. So as long as you're close to one of these tethers, you can breathe. Now you can breathe if you run out further for a little while, but you'll eventually die. But it's just kind of strange because there's so much in this world. You can run off into the distance. You can go into these uh, caves. There's this whole underground area, but you are really slowed down by these tethers. And it's kind of frustrating, to be honest. Maybe it's on a purpose, you know? They don't want to... Well, no, I, th I think it exactly is, because there really isn't a lot of stuff that can kill you. You, you can take fall damage. Uh, there's some plants that, like, burst poison, but there's really not any threats out there. So they have to some way limit you, I suppose. And I didn't make it too far. I didn't even get, uh, like, fully construct a vehicle yet, but I imagine, like, you can put perhaps oxygen on that, and there's ways to be more mobile. Um I, I would have really liked to have tried out the multiplayer. I think that would have made this game a lot more fun. That's where it looks where it's at, man. Yeah. Just from, you know, most of the screenshots are the multiplayer games. Yeah. It, it's still weird because I'm still kind of looking at this as a single player game. And I thought it was so strange that they had microtransactions in it for cosmetics. You can get these different astronaut suits for your little guy. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that, that just seems so awkward, like such an awkward fit for this game. But I guess if it's multiplayer and you want to show off to your friends, like, yeah, okay, you can have microtransactions and in-game currency for that. And this game went way up in price too. I did not pay, um, I think it's $30 US. Nope. I did not pay that when I when I first got this game. 95% so. overwhelmingly positive though with uh, just under 2,000. I can't tell. Yeah, people like this game, um, but it is a crafting survival game, and you know I hate those. Um, I, I do like how you, you don't chop down trees in this, really, but you you have this vacuum cleaner gun, and that's how you gather resources. It actually uh, terraforms. It, it, it takes away the yeah. soil, too, where you use it. So if you're trying to get a mineral, you you start digging these holes, and you can use it to kind of like staircase your way out of mm. uh, caves and stuff as well. So that's interesting. You can get um, attachments to your gun that can that can uh, change the way that that works. But it's a pretty good game. Like I didn't I didn't love it, but I didn't really expect to it being a crafting survival game. Um, but I will say this: it has come a long way. It is. Uh, I can't. Re I wish I could remember exactly why. But when I first played it in early beta, it was unplayable. Like I reached a point where I was just like, "This, I'm going to come back to this. This is not worth playing right now." Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a lot. Yeah, it's like a complete game now. And yeah, yeah no, well. an actual game. <laughs> it's 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 so fun. Uh, Bobby, did you make it off your first planet? No. So the game the game gets really weird when you get off the first planet. Like you get to the point, and it's it's actually very much luck based. From because hmm. um, when me and my friends played, we got off the planet, and we started a new save multiple times to get other friends in and stuff like that. And we got off the planet multiple times. Um, and it's different every time. And we required way different materials every time we got off the planet. Like, oh, we need platinum. Then this time, now we need uranium. And, like, the asteroid we would get on or whatever the – like, the moon we would get on, like, would be – you know, would definitely not have it. And, like, it, 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 it gets way more complex. The game gets way more complex once you start hopping around planets and, and meteors and shit. Hmm. So, yeah. And is there any type of end game to this? I can't imagine there would be. I don't know. I never because they, got they did have a quest system far. that wasn't, I don't think was there when I first originally played this. Um, and, and the quest system was just like kind of guiding you through uh, leveling up your base, basically. So, mm -hmm. you know, it was just, it, it didn't seem like there was any story attached to it or anything. Uh, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, I played this game like two years ago. So, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, it might have been a different game back then, too. Yeah. Yeah, but it's so. pretty good. I mean, if you're into these types of games, I'd recommend checking it out. Um, yeah. All right. Well, before we move on to listen, oh, wait, we've got to talk about Hunt Showdown. But while we wait yeah, for Emilio so to come back, because I'm sure he wants to be part of that conversation, let's just give a quick shout out to some new subs this week. 
It's not it's not the first of the month, but we got a lot of subs. Uh, thank you, Brendel F. Brendolf TV, gifting two subs. Thank you very much. We've thank got you, thank uh, you, thank the you, Reaper coming in at six months, half half a year. Robeman, eight you. months. And then we just got, of course, recycled. Longest sub of all time, 37 months since the beginning. Every time he subs, it, it's a reminder of how long we've actually been streaming these sh- these shows. <laughs> it, makes, it makes me feel so weird. I'm like, dude, because I literally, I think I've only been on at this point on for at this point now for ten months. I, I've been on since. Has it been that long? The yeah, I think I've been on since February. No, no, no. since the week after New Year's of this year. Okay. So yeah, almost 10 months. Wow. Um, And then I've also had guest spots multiple times and to hear like 36 months, it's like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. So long, long time. It's been a long time. So first off, I just want to open up with the banger fucking news (laughs) of us playing hunt showdown. And I want to give props to the Reaper in chat and to Emilio, um, because we were playing Hunt Showdown before we came in, and it was the Reaper's second game, and Emilio's like fourth the- game of the day, and we fucking won. Yeah, uh, we extracted with that. We got we got a bounty. We extracted with the bounty. <clears throat> Let's- we killed the team. Uh, we killed the boss, and we extracted, and it was amazing. Let me. Um, let me uh, do the gameplay loop. I listened to our last week's podcast, and I don't think we got it across. In case you haven't played one of these games and you don't know, know what it is. So you have a character. He has gear. If he doesn't have gear, you can buy gear for him. But when you go into this game, your gambling is like putting in your ante because uh, that's what you're putting up. You have the, this, these guns, and if you die in this game, you're going to lose those guns. Um. And so there you spawn and then there's clues around and you can go and search out these clues. If you get three clues in a area, um, you can, you know where the boss is. If you kill the boss, then you prefer, you perform like a ritual and that ritual takes three minutes and people are alerted that this ritual is going on. So you kind of fortify where you're at and you hold, you hold fast, and hopefully you pick up the soul. You pick up the soul, you get this special ability where you can see other players. It's a limited ability. You can't play it too. You can't, you like, spam it. So, and then you just try to get the fuck out of dodge. That's the whole gameplay loop, uh, pretty much. But you can get money and XP and all this stuff, but essentially, every time you play, you're risking everything you have. But the stronger you get, the stronger you get but the more you're risking, right? Nick? Correct. Yes. I think the only thing that you're missing is that be it to be able to win. Uh, I mean, there there's, you don't have to get a soul to necessarily quote unquote win. You simply just have to take an extract, which is like either a boat or a buggy. And uh, they're, they're set on the map. And um, so like, for example, if you pick up a bunch of shit and you think you can leave and you just want to leave with like the money and stuff that you found, you can just leave. You don't have to. You don't. You don't have to have a a, a soul. Like you can just go. So well, we kind of we talked about it a little bit. It, you know, if you don't get a bunch of loot and you use some ammo, you might take a loss, but at least you don't lose all your shit. But yeah, if you did get some XP and you did get some money, you can hedge your bet and be like. Fuck it, I got enough. I could call it quits, basically. Yeah, yeah. And uh, unfortunately, <laughs> we kind of started the the challenge at the at the end of an event, which is kind of shitty because the event was really cool. Um, it was an event where it was like a Native American event where you you choose you chose one of two paths, and the events are really cool because you level up uh weapons you level up weapons normally the more you use the weapon the more you unlock certain versions of it 
So like, for example, if you use a lever action, if you use it multiple times, you can unlock a version where it has a scope on it or it has a silencer on it. Well, on uh, that, on the other, on the event, you either choose a tomahawk that you can throw or you choose a uh, bow and arrow. And like the bow and arrow, you unlock different arrows and the tomahawk, you unlock different, um, different types of tomahawks. And so there's always something to do in this game. And there's usually one event every month to two months. There seems to be, um, um, there's a lot to it. I I feel like every item has things you should know about it. This is a game where like you're going to learn. I was asking Nick things and he's like, dude, I don't know. You know, just straight up. I don't know what that is. So, uh, you know, there's a lot to it. I got a, there, and the perk system is really interesting because you never know what perk you're going to get. I got something called Gator Legs, which means I can run, I think, faster in water than I can on land. And I was just yeah, like, Gator I, Legs. I felt like a fucking motorboat. I was just like fucking running through the swamp super fast. It was awesome. Um, it was hilarious because he's like, let me. Get, so I, I'm telling these, I'm trying to like warn these guys about things like, hey, don't shoot this guy in this place. Hey, this guy does this. Hey, this guy does this. Because not only are you worried about other players, right? You don't want to, you want to shoot as little as possible because you're alerting other players to where you at, unless you're looking for action. Um, and so I'm, and so there's these things that are in the water and they're like tentacle monsters and they pretty much instantaneously kill you if they touch you. And I'm telling these guys, I'm like, Hey, try to stay out of water. A, it makes a fuck ton of noise and B it slows you down and C the tentacle monsters are sometimes in there and they'll instantly kill you. And so Emilio get, gets this perk. It's called Gator Legs, and he's just zooming through the water. I'm like, dang, this is awesome because I get it too, and we're just running all the way through. And so the next game comes along, and we don't have that perk anymore. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just run through the water anyways. I didn't get eaten before. And then immediately one of the tentacle monsters shows up, and I'm like, Emilio! <laughs> <laughs> he's like, turn around. He's like, shoot it! I did kill it with an axe, though. It was pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, we just started shooting at it, and he eventually got out. Luckily, we killed it in time. And the reason I, I say that there's so much behind every item is, like, you know, I started with your regular guy, like a badass, badass, uh, like, Clint Eastwood-looking motherfucker. And then I was like, you know, I, I played two games. I'm like, I'm just not feeling it. Then I played a different loadout. They give you two characters for free. I uh, Not to say that the characters, all the characters are skins, right, Nick? And yes, all the characters. It. Well, some characters have different health bars, but fundamentally they are skins. Yeah, so you can you can put any loadout on any skin. But anyway, I tried a different loadout. Let's say, even though it came with a different skin, and uh, I I enjoyed that playstyle so much more than than the other one that I was trying, and so it completely changed the game for me. And that was just changing swapping out two items. And I'm sure this game has more than 10 items or 10, you know, uh, first slot items. Funny enough, my second character, his primary weapon, his one was a melee. Uh, and my other character, his rifle was the one. So I feel like uh, the game is tr- kind of trying to tell you that uh, that that's his strongest weapon, you know? So I was using that axe and it, yeah, it was chopping everything down. You could chop fucking doors down there's so much there's bear traps there's fucking lanterns there's there's a lot to this game but inherently it's very very fun uh because there's a lot of ambushing and sometimes you're the ambusher and then you're sometimes you're the ambush ambushy there's a lot of third partying coming in at the right time listening you know you're, you're squatting down you're listening but it's a there's not the long 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 five minute stretches of PUBG where nothing's going on. I would say if there's three minutes with something going on here, that that's a long time. It's like, it's constant action because uh, sound effects. Dude, are we were on. getting eaten alive. Like every five fucking seconds. Like we were like, Oh, there's a bug lady over there. Oh, there's a guy on fire. Oh, there's hellhounds. Like the NPCs like, just... are no joke. Like I remember, ah, fuck. It was Daisy, I guess. I, I'm trying to for, I think of the, a, a similar game, but the um, the NPCs are it, they're just a joke. They're just fodder. You just shoot them, whatever. And maybe maybe the sound of it. No, these are the first game. We just got killed by hellhounds. Just straight up. No, 
No other thing happened. Obviously, I was new to the game, but yeah, you have to, and everything has to be killed in a certain way or have the certain traits. And uh, it's a horror game, guys. Like, I got scared. The fucking Hellhound bit me in the ass. I was like, what the fuck? I, I didn't see that coming. It's a really interesting uh, mixes of genre, genres. I think it plays really well. Uh, how, what does this cost right now? $40. It's 39 bucks. When it goes on sale, it sometimes goes down to $14.99. Um, the sale it was last on, it was $19.99. And then you got like four DLCs for free. And this, the DLCs uh, usually involve character skins and weapon skins, and then uh, in-game currency to buy more character skins. Mm. So Nick played this with Clown Lotion. Was it during the interview, Nick? So no, I didn't play during the interview. Um, I ended up playing. Um, I, I was just one one night. I saw Lotion on, and I was like, "Hey, man, I, I need somebody to play Hunt Showdown with. I don't want to play alone. Do you want to play?" And he's like, "Man, let's let's definitely play." And so we played, we only played three games and we won all three games in a row. Just, so, it, we just completely stomped the yard. So satisfying, satisfying, right? <clears throat> yeah. And then the funny, funniest, like funniest thing in the world is that we won the first two games, complete, like utter, uh, like stomping. Like we, we hardly took any damage, any, any hits at all. The last game we're like, all right, this is gonna be the last one. I gotta go after this. I gotta go to the store. Blah 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 blah. And we're like, all right, let's get the first clue because the way the system works is you have to find clues to find where the boss is at, kill the boss, get a soul lead. Sometimes you can find the boss without even finding a clue. Just stumbling upon it. And so I hear this fucking meaty footstep sounds inside of a inside of a barn, and I'm like. I think there's a boss in this building, man. And he's like, nah, like literally within like 30 feet of where we spawned. And he's like, that's not possible, man. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I really think he's in there. And he's like, go check. I go check. I'm like, he's in there. He's like, you're fucking with me. <laughs> I'm like, I shoot him. And then it's like, the butcher has been found. And he's like, oh my God. And so we kill him in less than four minutes. The whole server begins to run towards where out where we're at because as soon as you kill him and you start the ritual to collect his soul, uh, the whole server can see where you guys are at. And uh, he had the ingenious plan of instead of trying to get the soul and just leaving immediately, he's like, "Let's get to the highest point of the building. Wait till everybody comes. They're just going to kill each other, and then uh, we'll just." wait until you know whoever's left alive and kill him it was just one lady and then we just shot her in the face and then left and then we won <laughs> out of eight teams coming converging on you uh it's really it interesting awesome. because uh you know you're scared of npcs i mean zombies obviously you just chop them up or whatever well, you're, what, you're what's the other option to dealing with the NPCs? Is there like a stealth mechanic to this game like do you just you can, creep you around can, them you can walk around them definitely but like the thing is, they're all over the place around corners. And there, are, there are mechanics to reveal your position. Yeah. So and so like you may be trying to avoid one thing, but you might just make the accident of running into something else. And playing slow doesn't is not rewarded whatsoever. Uh, like Nick, a couple times he was like, "Oh, this emulator, em, em, what do you call it? The fire guy." Whatever. Emulator? Emulator, yeah. Uh, he's like, he's aggroed on somebody. So we followed the zombie to find our prey. And that worked out, I think, more than once. Well, we don't yeah, know. Twice. One time it was, he was aggroed on our, our third guy. And the other time he was actually aggroed on another team. And we just kind of followed that zombie and, you know, found, found who we were after. Um, One thing I will say about this game, though, is that there's some things that you kind of, if you, the tutorial doesn't teach you. So, for example, there, there's these really big guys that are made out of slugs. And when you kill them, first of all, they're really hard to fucking kill. Second of all, they can drop these things called, uh, they're essentially perks. Uh, and it's a 50% chance. If you don't know that, and they're, they're big fucking deals um, because they can just be like, oh, you can fire four times as fast with your pistol. Um, 
you go from having to manually pull the lever on your pistol to be able to fan it back as fast as you can. Um, and, and it's like it, the, the game doesn't tell you that. So you just, you just don't know. And so there are some times where you're like, if someone's new, you might be like, Hey man, you might want to watch this video that kind of explains a couple things. So like I told, like I told the, uh, the Reaper in our chat, I go, you know, this game has a learning curve, but it's not nearly as bad as a learning curve as like a game like Tarkov. So it's, it's great. Yeah. And there's, um, I think you can, it like, say we went out and just started hunting those zombies, Nick, we could probably farm perks, right. And just wait until we find out who's got the, the goods. And, and people chasing. do that. Yeah. People do do that. People also hunt just people the whole time. Just wait for gunshots and just run to the gunshots and kill people. And then just camp the extract and wait for people to get there and take the souls and leave. Um, I do want to say that like, uh, it's a very interesting uh, dichotomy between like NPCs are scary. And then once you have the soul, you got the prize. Now, now players are, are scary. Because you can see them through walls and stuff. Because you have you have special powers. And they powers. can see you as well. And they can see you. And now, now you're running from them. And it's really interesting. Like the whole the whole game flips. We were like, uh, "Watch out! Get behind that crate." Uh, are they coming from the south? No. Uh, head to the north. Uh, and then you know, and it was like a very busy. But we we're all being professional, and we got out of there. It was awesome, man. It was awesome. Uh, this is a good game. Really good game. One, the last thing I'm going to mention is one of the oddest dynamics about it is if you play with three people, which is the, the way the game was, was originally designed to play, is that you have to dynamically choose who gets what because anything that refills any resource can only be collected by two people. And so if there's like a, a box of shotgun ammo, me and Bobby can pick it up, but then Emilio can't. The, yeah. the bounty can only be picked up by me and Emilio, but then Bobby can't. Yeah, that was cool of you, Nick, by the way. He, he was like, you guys to pick it up. You guys are new players. So me and, me and your friend picked it up, and we got the reward. Yeah, and so when, they, when we were leaving, I was like, you two pick it up. And because there are two teams behind us, and what happens if the, the enemy team gets too close to the carriage, it'll stop the carriage, and then there's a 30-second the timer, then restarts. Yeah. So I was like, you guys go to the carriage. I'll get to the edge of the border. And if they get close, I'll slow them down. And I was like, just let me know when there's five seconds left and I'll run back in and we'll leave. And so that worked perfectly. Think about like a Le- Left for Dead uh, leaving event, ex- extraction event. That's basically what it is. They do have that on Back for Blood, well, at least in the first map. Well, I'm sure it's probably all of them now. I mean, well, they've got an event at the end where you've got to escape. Yeah, you got to run into a boat, grab some stuff, set some bombs, and get out of there. Well, Cornelius was asking if your mic was on, Bobby. Just, uh, <laughs> just putting it out there, man. Yeah. Well, I didn't play this game. I'm letting the people who played it talk about it. Oh, that's good. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, recommendation. Uh, yeah. For you know what? Hundred percent. I would say it's worth the thirty bucks. I mean, obviously, guys, wait for a sale. Don't just jump onto this. Well, game. it's forty bucks. Uh. Okay. You gonna you gonna stand by that? That's the line right there, thirty and forty. Thirty and forty. I mean, you're talking about thirty-five percent. Thirty-five bucks. Can I get thirty-five? Thirty-five here. Thirty-five here. Okay, I'll give you thirty-five. Here we go. Thirty-five. So to the gentleman drinking, what is that? Whiskey water. Whiskey water. Yeah. So just water. That is disgusting. That's disgusting. Well, I cured my hangover from last night, so I'm feeling pretty good. All right. All right. Listener questions. questions. Let's get to it. Uh, we also had another sub. Thank you, Dark Cheetos. Um, first question coming from Pyronical. All three of you have fairly different game preferences. Which game would have the highest combined hours from all three of you? What a good question. Hmm, Damn. Interesting. I think this TF2? hinges on Nick. Well, it'd be TF2 for me and Emilio, for sure. Yeah, no question. I have 400 hours in it. So, there you go. Okay, yeah. It's got to be that. Yeah, TF2 is like the common ground everybody has. I feel like. Well, well, some some of these. If you're you know, over thirty. <laughs> yeah, I think Christian's playing for the first time. At ten thirty next year. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, what else? What would be another one? Yeah, because wow. I saw oh. this question. I was trying to think of it. Yeah, Nick, have you played a lot of WoW? I mean, over a thousand hours. Yeah. All right. Divinity: Original Sin. I think we'll yeah, a yeah, lot of, a lot of that. Over so over basically, the best hours. games of all time. Yeah. <laughs> That's the answer. Witcher. Yeah. Fallout for me. Yeah. I I barely played The Witcher. I, I played only Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim. But. I played much. It, Skyrim. it really it really actually depends on what Bobby play, Bobby has played the most, and then it's a common denominator between me and Emilio. Yeah, because yeah, Nick and I have played them. Yeah. As far as as far as the beginning of that question, all three of you have very different game preferences. I I for me it goes hardcore FPSs, so games that punish you for making mistakes. Um, or like very quick time to kills, um, strategy for X games. So like total war specifically. And then, um, I would say horror games. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to lean more towards the strategy games these days, but I don't know. I still play such a variety of yeah. things. A roguelike Are you going to be, are you going to be picking up a uh, Total War uh, when Total War Warhammer Three comes out, Bobby? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Come on, man! Do you know they're going to have like the Super Chungo like Total War Warhammer Three sale where they have all three games for like eighty bucks? I don't think I've played any of them. Yeah, well, I, mean, I must have at some point in my life. But I've, uh... we we covered there was a demo of the second one, and we played it. But we both played it. Hmm. Okay. It's very short, though. All right. Yeah. Uh, Pyronicle has a follow-up question here for Emilio. Um, he says he needs cheaper shipping for Insidia. Shipping to New Zealand is three times the price of the product. It's tough, man. And shipping within the US, U.S. is tough. It's like uh, it's our biggest hurdle, honestly. Speaking of Insidious, go to Insidious.com with the word seed in it and uh, buy some of my hot sauce. It's fucking awesome. And it's uh, different from anything you've probably ever had. All right. Well, we hit our plug limit here, so calm down there. Oh, look at, <laughs> look at Christian uh, just shaking yeah, his head. Shaking his head instantly <laughs> while he's drawing weird ash. Link? Is that Link? Link, you got it, dude. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. It's Link. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Next question coming from Zap. Do any of you have your PCs hooked up to a TV? If so, what are your favorite games to kick back and play from the couch? Uh, well, I, I, I do want to say another shout out to Plex. And Bobby, that was your thing. Oh, yeah, I know Plex. it's not games, but like any movie I've downloaded randomly, who knows how you get those. But if you have a downloaded movie on your PC, you can just play it. I have never even seen a stutter, dude. Like mm-hmm. Plex is fantastic. Um, full 4K, whatever you want, it plays perfectly from your hard drive to your TV screen through the Plex app, and it's great. Um, and if you're remote, you can stream it from your home PC to your phone through the fucking magic of the uh, satellites, um, And but you have to pay $5 for that, right? $5 yeah, a month. Yeah, yeah. F- Wait, for Plex? Uh, f- to be able to stream from your home PC to your phone. Mm, no, it's a one-time $5 fee. For oh, is that app. what it is? Yeah. Oh. Or you can buy, they do have a subscription service where you get a whole bunch of other stuff too. And Or you can pay like a lifetime membership, which is a one-time huge fee, and you get like the app plus everything else. But now we're just doing an ad for Plex at this point. I mean, <laughs> they deserve it. I think it's a fantastic yeah, it's a, it's a great it's a great little program. Love yeah. It. Um, uh but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about so games on TV. The games on TV. Um, uh, it takes two is a popular one around here, um, and yeah, I would say that that's the number one that we play on on the mm. TV. Well, Sam and I. I've got an old TV. My TV is hooked up to my computer, just with an HDMI cable. I've actually got it going up a door frame back down a door frame behind my bed it's like a 50 foot cable that just 
It looks good though. Like I've got the uh, molding, like the conduit thing that you run it through. So it looks great. But anyway, my TV is so old, it doesn't have this game mode or whatever these new TVs have. So I get significant input lag whenever oh, I- Oh, hell yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. It, it was terrible on those TVs. I mean, this TV's from 2010, 2011, but I've never really noticed it because all the games that I do play on the TV are not, they don't require like really quick reaction time. The first time I ever noticed it was when I was playing one of the Mortal Kombat games and I was playing against uh, a friend of mine who lived somewhere else and uh, God, it must've been like Mortal Kombat eight or nine. It was a while ago, but I was just getting worked over in that. And it was just, I, I, in a fighting game, of course, you're going to feel like if there's any sort of delay. But yeah, so my TV is not ideal for that. So anything that I do play on there, it's very rare that I actually sit down with a controller and play something on my TV. But if I do, um, it'll be something uh, really casual. Or if I have people yeah. over. For me, I have a, I have a, I've got a couple of consoles, so I just, you know, really just play on the consoles. So um, as far as computer games to play on anything like that, I don't really use anything um at all so hmm. well you have um, like a fucking gaming megaplex in, in that office of yours dude <laughs> uh i mean it's all models and shit and then and leslie moved all of her stuff upstairs so so are we done yeah. with that question uh yeah zap's I, got another question here let me interject real quick uh okay. nick uh, you're doing you're playing D D, and then you had 3d models of your of the people, you're the DM. People are playing, mm-hmm. um, and then you had 3D models printed out for each character, right? So that is a touchy subject. Um, Why? So some you? of the some of the people in my group uh, have models. Some of them don't. Um, some of them decided to print out their own. Some of them asked to other people to print them out, and those people said that they would print them out, and they fucking did it. Um, what's it they, cost to print, print something out? It's just the plastic, right? No, it's not. Um, so there's a company called hero forge. And if yeah. you want one made out of metal, it costs like $80. Uh, cause it's metal casted. But like if you, so there's, there's different types of printing. There's resin printing, which is ass. You can't paint them. Uh, well you can, but you have to scrub them with a paintbrush. You have, I mean, with a, with a toothbrush, you have to clean them. Uh, usually you have to do multiple paints, coats of paint. Uh, you lose detail and shit like that. Uh, they're just known for being really tedious and hard to paint. Um, and then there's, uh, plastic, which is like what all that shit is behind me. Uh, you have metal and then you have like high grade plastic, which is usually comes in black, which is like what your normal 3d printing plastic is like normal high, like high quality 3d printing plastic that most people use to like pirate models out of um, hero forge. Most people use because it's uh, extremely customizable. Like they have like 30 different races you can use and like all, and it's all uh, like sizable and like customizable. Every, every piece is customizable of the, of the model. What's it cost? Um, I think Leslie's model was $39 and that's plastic. That's, that's a, uh, that's precision plastic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it looks like a really pretty. Are you gonna paint it or? Uh, she's gonna paint it. Um, I think the only thing I might do might do to it if she asks me to is prime it. I just know that that's I you know I primed and painted a fuck ton of models, and priming is arguably the most important step. So, hmm. interesting. Uh, he's uh, we were talking earlier, and he sent me pictures of her model because he's a DM, and I was like, oh yeah, that's fucking awesome that you could just have that done. For 40 bucks, yeah. I mean, a campaign, if you're really going to do it, which is what you guys are doing. I mean, you guys are doing it IRL. Um, yeah, we've been playing for, I think, at this point now, four and a half months. And we're going to take our first significant break where we haven't played in two weeks. And that'll be a two-week break. And most of our sessions are three to four hours long. And usually once a month, we play. we play... Um, two times a week. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah so, so you guys have put in ah fucking hours yeah. of shit. And a lot of the stuff is custom lore. 
uh, or mix lore from different universes. I'm doing oh, yeah, we Magic know which one. Yes, we know, Nick. I'm doing uh, Magic the Gathering. Yeah, my P- yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, Star Trek. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, it's 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 been a super fun time. We rotate on who brings food. Um, like one time, somebody brought ramen. Like all the stuff to make ramen. Uh, one time, we made an enchilada bake. Sometimes people bring pizza. So like. We get real fucking creative. It's it's awesome. It's it it really is something we all look forward to every week. Like we every like every day we we um we usually say something in the chat about Thursday or Saturday. So it's usually when we play. That's awesome, dude. I wish I had that in my life. I really oh, do. Oh yeah, you get too much you get too much shit to like experience in, happiness. Yeah, like a in in person D and D uh, group oh, with my friends. I forgot to tell you the next level. Uh, we all have costumes. Oh boy! All right, you took. Yeah, it Leslie. Long. Leslie has like a tunic. Yeah, I'm done. And like a, a bag of holding, <laughs> and like a coif, and like fucking fake chainmail. And then like Reaper has like contacts and like colors his hair, and he's got like a robes and shit. And like one of our one of our uh, our our druid dresses up, and she looks like a weird pirate lizard lady and it's cool <laughs> good man yeah it's fucking awesome and then i got for me because i'm the dm i dress up as a villager how'd you how'd you learn how'd you learn find all these other nerds so for those that don't know uh and i only have 10 months left i'm a linguist in the military and that's where all the fucking nerds are in the military oh uh, yes. so it's like does anyone want to play D and D? And then you get like a thousand fucking hands raised up in the air, and so yeah, you just choose all the ones that have a car. <laughs> all right, let's so. back to the show. Sorry, guys. Well, we've got our last question here. This one's from Zap. He says, "If you could bring back one defunct studio, what would it be, and what games would you like them to make?" I'd love to see LucasArts make modern Star Wars games. I would like to see Blizzard make Blizzard games again. They're defunct. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> like the original Blizzard yeah, team. Yeah. 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 The mid nineties. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, it's a trick question though, because there's a lot of developers that were part of studios and the studio has, is now defunct, but the developers have gone on to do their own things, join yeah. other studios. So right. they're still out there making games. And sometimes you can really get caught up in a studio's name, but it could be completely different people working on the game. I've been saying this for years. Um, well, it's different, man. I really feel like in the console space, uh, developers have more staying power. For some reason, in PC, it seems like it's more transient. Like they might put out a fantastic game, and then four years later, it's a different team, same name, and you're like, "Oh, this is nope." The game sucks, and I don't know. It seems hmm. like console games are probably more steady work. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, you, you're you probably already signed up for the sequel before the first one comes out, or as soon mm-hmm. as the first one comes out. I go vi- My answer is Visceral Games. It's the people that made the original Dead Space and all that shit. Well, there's, a, there's a couple studios that uh, got suckered in by EA and then just got chewed up and spit out, and it would be interesting to see what would have happened had that not happened. I mean... Who knows if it would be better or not? But yeah, Visceral Games. Um, what was the SimCity developer? I can't remember the name of it. And then also, did that happen to Obsidian? I, no, yeah. no. Was that Obsidian? They, I feel like they got absorbed. Uh, the, yeah, I think it so. It wasn't EA, though. Oh, Maxis. Okay, Maxis was uh, SimCity. Um, no, the uh, the Mass Effect series. What was that? Uh, Bioware? Bioware. Yeah, they were one of the ones. Yeah, getting yeah. confused here. But yeah, it would just be interesting to see what what would have happened if um, they hadn't signed up with EA because that yeah, there it was the same thing with all of them. Like they signed up with EA, they were coming out with some new game. Game was a huge flop, and then they just closed down the studio. Yeah. Um. So those are answers. Uh, what are you guys playing next week? I think everyone's playing New World. New World, right? Yeah. But are you? Probably not now. I'm not gonna get involved in New World. <laughs> yeah, things. This to is do. my judgy face, dude. Yeah. Well, 
Can't, Just wait till you hear what, how much fun we're having next week. Mm-hmm. So our game of the weeks. Huh? Do we do two weeks? I don't know. We'll, we'll play it off here. Um, we'll say how it goes next week. Um, it's going to be a new world. I know. I Man, I listened to that episode today, and I, I gushed too much. Like, I, I creamed my panties all over this podcast. I, I got it. I really got to apologize for everybody. Like, I was, I was like, oh, my God, new world, new heroin. And, um, yeah, it was because I've been disillusioned by MMOs for years. Like, I'm just like, this same shit, this shit. And I'm like, whoa, new shit. Shit done well. What is, what is this? And so I was really, I was really up on it. I'm still up on it. Comes out Tuesday. Um, I'm gonna play it. Like three or four people that I know are gonna take a day off to play this. The only downside of that is like, what if the servers crash because there's too much influx? Like, hmm. and the Amazon the servers? I don't know, man. That's true. That's true. So you're encouraging me to take the day off? Is what you're saying? Yeah, go for it. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so New World uh, next week, probably. And that's our game of the week. That's but, the G-O-T-W. But yeah. But can I give you my login, Bobby? Will you try it? If I yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll try it. I mean, psh, whatever. <laughs> is play five hours uh, of an MMO and then come on a podcast. I'm not going like to I know like what I'm talking it. about. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby's like, my world has been consumed by, <laughs> by new world. Yeah, yeah. We'll but yeah, I imagine there'll be a lot of talk about that. Yeah. Uh, we got someone in chat who che- keeps going off about Manor Lord. Maybe I'll look into that. Yeah, it's like a Total War kind of uh, game. Well, never mind then. Ah! <laughs> not Warhammer, just Total War. No, it's not Warhammer. Okay, then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Nick, you got anything? You're on New World too, right? Yup. Yup. Trend. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be all over the discord. It's almost like a new world. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Is that it, everybody? Yep. Speaking for for Chris's judgy eyebrows, uh, Nick's chubby cheeks, Bobby's judgy face. Uh, Shit. uh, All new titties, guys. All new titties. Oh boy. Oh boy. Breathe, Nick. It's okay. Oh man. I wish I got I get my birthday off. I wish my I wish I was born just one day later.